What's up, everybody? Zach here with the Zach Shanky podcast. Um, lots of cool things happening. Lots of fun things. Things that are really good. Things that are challenging. Um, some amazing things, right? And so I really got to thinking about a really simple concept um, that I learned from Dean Graziosi, although I'm sure I'm sure Dean was not the one that like invented this, um, but it's a pretty simple concept, and it's basically the concept of one thing, or the one thing. Okay, now this this can be applied to a variety of things. This is a a, a solution. I would say a solution seeking and prior prior prioritizing thing. Okay, so <clears throat> it's like this. All you have to do in in a certain aspect of life, whether it's your health, your relationships, your time, your business, money, or your finances, um, one of those things, okay, every single one of those areas, there's always going to be a problem. Or maybe if one area is thriving, uh, you could even have two areas thriving, but then two areas will not be thriving, okay? Um, there's this guy that I like to listen to as well. His name is Garrett White. He, he does basically personal development specifically for men. Um, and it's actually really fascinating and it's really cool to be in a community like that because, um, you know, men have, we've got our struggles. We've, we've got our struggles. Um, and so it's just cool. It's cool to, to hang around with, with other people, like-minded people. But anyway, Garrett basically breaks up life into four categories. Okay. So, he has spiritual relationships and family, uh, physical, like your health and stuff like that, and then business. Okay, so those are those are his four categories, and I like those. I like those a lot. Um, regardless, if you're thriving in two, it's very challenge. You're gonna have some challenges in the other two, right? Like that's just the way of it, um, because that's part of the purpose of life part of the purpose of life is to see how you respond to challenging situations and that response and that experience are exactly what helps you to grow internally mentally emotionally spiritually all of it okay like this growth was totally necessary i know the mini tangent okay i just got done watching um the last kingdom I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's actually pretty interesting. Um, but there's this guy throughout five seasons of shows. Um, and this guy has like basically fallen in love with these girls throughout. You know, he's like a warrior, but but whatever. He's fallen in love with these girls. Every single girl he's fallen, fallen in love with, they have died. They were either killed or they had a sickness or whatever. And like his whole, all five seasons is basically... How this guy is just having the worst life. <laughs> like it's not like he's positive, but it it is. And and at the end, he finally becomes king of a certain land, uh, the last kingdom, if you will. Um, and and he's like remembering all those trials, and it's like one of those things where he realized like he wasn't ready to lead as a king un- until he went through all the crazy trials that he had to go through. Right. And so it's, it's like that for us, like in real life, IRL. Okay. Um, (laughs) so everything, I'll tell you what, 
prosperity movement, my business is doing so, so well on so many fronts. We still got our challenges. We still got things that we're working on and working towards and improving on. And, and we're talking about more board members. We've got two new board members uh, lined up, ready to, to hop on board. Um, we're doing all sorts of crazy collaborations and and uh, fulfillment is huge, and that's what I'm mostly focused on. But we well, we also have sales, and we have marketing, and we have um, community to manage, and and all of this stuff. And it's a lot. It's a lot. But you know what? Super fulfilling, super super rewarding. And juggling everything that we're juggling as a team, we could not have done that if it wasn't for all the trials and things that I went through up to this point. Okay. And I just, I really want you to think about that too, for yourself, where you are today is the result of where you've been, where you are today is the result of where you've been. One of the greatest quotes from my favorite book, uh, a happy pocket full of money. Um, it basically says you have to be grateful for where you are today. Like you have to, even if you're going through a rough time, because where you are today is an exact, is, is an exact fulfillment or manifestation of your previous thoughts, words, and actions. Okay. So if you start being grateful for the now, right now, guess what you're doing? You're filling your pipeline for future manifestations based on your current now thoughts, words, and actions. And so it's, it's like, you always want to maintain a pipeline, <laughs> a pipeline of, of good thoughts, words, and actions, uh, in order to, in order to just thrive. Um, and again, you're not, you're not going to go without challenges. They, they will be there forever. Um, and that's okay. And as you level up, guess what? Your challenges are going to get harder, but you'll be ready for them right? Basically every challenge is going to feel like the worst challenge ever, <laughs> but because you grow and then the challenge grows, it becomes all good. <laughs> okay. Now let's talk about these challenges though. Cause there's a point to this podcasting. The point is, is there's always one thing that would solve the challenge. There's always one thing, whether it's a relationship challenge, whether it's a business challenge, a financial challenge, there's, there's one thing that would solve it. Okay. So like if we look at, um, I don't know, I guess, I guess we could do like, let's say you, let's say you have a financial challenge. Let's just say that right now things are tight. Things are rough. Gas prices are going up. Food, food prices have gone up significantly. Inflation, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> some people say, Biden inflation. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, so all this stuff is happening, right? And money's tight and you've got kids and it's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Okay. Let's say that that is the problem. Okay. What is the one solution to focus on to fix that problem? And this is where it's going to completely depend on the person. Completely. For some people, it is wise to get a job. Okay. I do not subscribe to, you know, like start entrepreneurship with zero money. I don't believe in that. That's actually what I did. 
and it was horrible. It was horrible. The, the, the amount of experience that now granted that has gotten me to where I am today, right? That was part of my journey. But if I could do it over again, I would be a lot smarter about it. Okay. And there's no reason why someone else has to make the same mistake I made because I'm telling you don't do that. Right. So for some people, it is important. Get a job, relieve yourself of some of the financial stress. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's the one thing. So then you got to think of, okay, well, how do I get a job? The fastest. That's the one thing to focus on. How do I get a good job the fastest? What do you have to learn? You have to learn how to interview properly. You have to have the right clothes for the interview. You have to uh, um, make sure that your expertise is on point for whatever the job is, right? So that you can answer questions on the spot if they ask you in the interview. Uh, like I remember when <laughs> my engineering job that I had was not the start. I joined this company as an IT specialist, okay? And I hopped in there, and they were asking me IT questions. And you know what? I probably knew, like, half of them. <laughs> there was, like, half of those questions. I had no idea what they were talking about. And and I told them that. I, I was like, look, I'm going to have to look that up. And uh, I have no problem looking things up to learn. Um, and so there was, like, half. And they still ended up hiring me, right? So, like, maybe that's the thing you have to learn. Maybe um, if finances are the problem and you have a job, and you're looking for supplemental income, but like bills are barely taken care of, but they are taken care of. Okay, well, maybe you need to look at some kind of simple side hustle. You know, obviously, I would recommend trading. The thing about trading, though, is it's 90% of it is mindset, right? The system, the process is there, and we know it works. You just have to learn to recognize it, but you can learn that in a week, right? Like the challenge is in your head. And so if you're depending on any bit of the trading money, it really messes with your head. It really messes with your results. So if that is the case, and it's almost coming from a place of desperation, I do not recommend trading. I would recommend you fix that. Fix the desperation side before you build the wealth. Trading is meant to build wealth. Okay, Even though we have a cash flow aspect to it, it's still, because mindset is so crucial, Like it's still that important. So maybe that means um, downsizing, you know, maybe it means instead of going and getting a job, maybe it means, you know what, maybe I have to get a smaller house or maybe I have to rent, maybe I have to sell the house and rent, right? Maybe I have to go and live with family for a minute, right? Like there, there are, maybe I got to cancel Netflix. I got to cancel these shows. I got to cancel um, this thing. I got to find a better cell phone plan right? I'll tell you what, right now, my I'm a fan of Mint Mobile, um, not because of their hilarious advertising, although that that's part of it, but because of their structure. Guys, because I'm an entrepreneur, I love seeing businesses change the game, right? Like that is, it's it just excites me to no end. It's so cool. And that's what Mint Mobile is doing. So basically, you pay for three to 12 months at a time on your cell phone bill, but it's significantly less. And I really feel that what they've done there is is just really cool. Um, so my cell phone bill used to be like 60 a month for everything in a hotspot. And now it's 30. <laughs> so uh, I'm totally cool with that. I think that's freaking awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, there's not unlimited data on that plan. But like, I really don't need it. I pretty much stay at home. And if I'm out and about, I'm not really watching YouTube or anything to use a lot of data, right? 
And so anyway, my point is, is maybe downsizing, maybe looking into some extra amazing ideas or, 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 um, um, ventures out there that, that can help you. Maybe that is the thing. Maybe that's the one thing to help you solve the financial problem, right? If your problem is in a relationship, it's the same kind of deal. What's the root cause of the relationship problem? And you know, what's funny is it could be money, right? I mean, that's very common, right? Maybe it's something else though, right? And then you got to focus on the one thing. What is the one thing that I'm going to do this? So the way, the way I learned this with Dean Graziosi was he was actually telling his story of divorce, which he's, he's told many, many times. And I, I actually, I always found the story really fascinating even before I was going through a divorce, right? Like, like even when I was happily married, like I always found this, I, I respected this a lot. I thought it was really brilliant. So he has uh, two kids. He's married. He has two kids. He's a millionaire. Um, so obviously money was not the problem in that relationship. Um, and he was like this mindset guru, but you know what? He and his wife never really like the, the love, the romantic love had died. Right. And, uh, they were sleeping in separate bedrooms, right? They were, um, you know, they were just basically co-parenting and living in the same house essentially. Okay. And this is the way he says it. And, uh, and he knew that things were not going well. And then eventually divorce was on the, was on in the discussions and, um, he freaked out. I mean, like major mental breakdown because he grew up, his parents got like remarried several times. He had to move like nine times in a year or something insane like that. And, um, you know, he, he didn't want that for his kids. So he was freaking out and all this anxiety because of his kids and he, he would not be able to see him every day and all this stuff. And it was just really freaking him out. And, uh, so he thought of like, he actually went to Tony Robbins, his, his friend and, uh, asked for advice and things like that. And eventually he came to the conclusion that there's gotta be one thing to help fix this problem. And the one thing was not fix the marriage that, that, that ship has sailed, right? Like what's the other one thing? And what he, he established was that the one thing was he had to be really good friends with his ex-wife. That was the thing, because if he's really good friends with his ex-wife, they can talk about parenting things, talk about their kids over a friendly lunch, or they can call each other without feeling anxiety, or they can tell each other about something like the kids at school and something they experienced or, or whatever, or, Hey, can you take the kids extra time this week or whatever? Like, because they're friends it's more like asking favors. It's not like, it's not like begging the person that hates you. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's such a different feeling and that would really alleviate the stress that Dean was going through with regard to the kids throughout this divorce. And guys, I'm, I'm, I'm implementing that like crazy. Like my soon to be ex-wife and I, we are friends. We are friends. And my oldest son, who's 18, he thinks it's kind of weird because in his viewpoint, a divorce is like a breakup, right? Which it is in, in essence. But the thing is, is we've been together for 10 years. We have six kids together. It's not that we disagree on everything. It's that we disagree on very important things. And one of the things that we've always agreed on is how do we raise our kids? And so 
that's amazing, right? And so we are friends and we talk about the kids. I'm on the phone with her twice a week at least. And I'm on the phone with the kids more than that. Of course, when they're living here, it's going to be a way better situation. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Dean found this one thing to fix the problem. So when you're thinking about whether it's your business, whether it's finances, whether it's relationships, whether it's spiritual, whether whatever it is, whether it's your health, what's the one thing? I'll tell you what, with health, most of the time, it's what you're consuming. It's the fuel. It's, it's what you consume is the one thing that can actually transform your health. Um, and that's the thing that sucks. <laughs> it's like, I gotta be honest, I could work out. I have no problem exercising. Um, I actually find it kind of fun. I find it energizing. I like it. Uh, my challenge is like, I kind of want the cookies <laughs> and the chocolate. Um, so anyway, so, so there's always a one thing is my point. And I think if you were to dig deep and identify that one thing for whatever challenge you're going through in whatever aspect of your life, whether it's spiritual, health-related, relationship-related, or business-related, okay? And I think um, if you were to do that, it's going to just make things so much better. And so we do that in prosperity movement. You know, we're, we were looking at before when we were not our own thing and we were working uh, with an MLM company, um, the one thing that we found was fulfillment. Like our people that are in this, in our downline, they, they were not having the success that, that we were promoting. Right. And it's because the fulfillment was just off. It was wrong. It was so confusing. People didn't know what to do. They were mixing strategies, which is never a good idea in trading. And so, you know what? I'm like, you know what? I just need to do my own thing. And we all decided that. And part of it was because our, our own people were saying, do we have to keep paying these guys? Cause we get more value from you guys than we do from them. And so we decided, you know what, we're going to do our own thing. And we're so grateful we did because our students are succeeding way, way, way more, way more guys. Like, way, like last week we had an 88% success rate. Like, that's amazing. That's basically everyone, but two people. Okay, we're, we're making positive improvements on their trades and two people, they just needed a little extra help, right? To help them out throughout the week. That's insanely good. Um, compared to the industry standard, that's outrageously good. So that was our first one thing. Well, we fixed that. Well, you know, we're still always going to be working on that. There's still going to be struggles. There's new people coming in. Those new people are going to have struggles, right? And so, but it's a system now. Now we have a system on how to help people get from point A to point B with their trading. Okay, so the system is in place. Now, how do we make that system flow like a machine? Because it can't depend on one person. Like right now, it depends on me. It can't happen. What if I get hit by a bus tomorrow? Right? Like we never know what, what can happen. So now we have to start working on, okay, how do we get other people to do what Zach is doing? Right? Same with sales, right? <laughs> Our offer was kind of like the thing we were concerned. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Guess what? The offer is working brilliantly. Uh, it's, it's so, so good. And uh, we have ads. So we needed marketing to feed the sales machine. That's working so, so good. Now we have too much marketing, not enough sales. And so now we're looking to scale that. And so we're already talking with people. Um, and we're going to have like a graduation system for sales folks within our organization. Um, and it, it's so cool. We have three sales guys and, and one follow-up person. And I think 
between those, I mean, they could, they could easily double our membership um, if they work hard, right? Like I'm serious like that. There's so much on the table there and the marketing keeps going. It just keeps flowing like a machine. It's amazing that we've never had marketing work this well. And it's because of our offers. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so it's, it's the one thing, right? So like we're looking at, okay, what do we need done in prosperity movement? Well, we need this collaboration, this collaboration, this collaboration, and a lot of collaborations, guys, we're really good at, at doing like a value exchange with people. Um, and so they don't, they might not cost us money, but, but some of them, like they cost a pretty penny, right? So we're calculating what does that look like? We're going to need lawyers, right? Probably on a retainer. Like that's just the reality of it. As you grow as a business, people are going to sue you, right? And they're not going to look at the fine print and they're going to think that you cheated them when you didn't. And so you have to have lawyers ready to help out for anything like that. Or if you make changes or if you need legal documents, you want a lawyer to check those things to make sure you covered all the bases, right? It's very, very important. And so what is that going to cost, right? What about staff? Like we have, we have two assistants right now. Um, so one of them is, is Donald. The other one is Darren. They both help in their own way and they're both amazing. So we have to make sure we can afford to pay them. What about the marketing itself? Right? Right now we're spending a certain amount of money on ads, but we're going to want to increase that as more salespeople are going to want to come on board and we're, we're going to want to scale, right? So we have to have enough money for that. And so we're kind of like looking at all this stuff, calculating carefully, like how much is going to be required. Of course, salespeople have to get paid too, right? So like there's, there's a lot to do. So we're looking at, okay, out of all those things, what is the one thing? to move forward, to move on into in a nice phase two, a nice phase three, a nice phase four. What is the one thing that's really, really important for us? And right now, that one thing is definitely the sales people, okay? Marketing is fine. Fulfillment is is fine for now. Then the one thing for us is making sure we have enough salespeople to cover all the leads coming in through the marketing, which there's a lot, Okay. And so if we can get that taken care of, that's going to solve all the different collaborations and things that we need in order to scale, in order to continue to grow. So that's our main focus, right? My main focus is still fulfillment, but that's our team's main focus is getting those sales guys prepared and ready to go. Anyway, guys. All right. Figure out the one thing. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Talk to you later.